0: Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello everybody, welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzak, I am here with Puya Resifard. Puya, we tried this last night, didn't we?
1: We kind of failed. And what you know, we recorded a great episode. It was our
0: best ever. Last night, Puya and I jumped on the horn, started talking football, running down the clock. We usually record Tuesday nights. Um, We talked for about an an hour last night, and uh, we forgot to hit that record button, didn't I?
1: We did forget. Now, we found a way to blame it on somebody else.
0: Yes, of course. It's the producers of this show. We're not paying attention, and... That is why this show will have lame jokes, but good information. But it was going to be good. It was going to be good. It was was going to be good. Well, we'll just have to make it good. Should we start where we started last night? Let's go with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A couple things happened with the Buccaneers. Would you want to talk about how they kind of stink first, or do you want to go right into the Tom Brady? So,
1: Well, yeah, that was the kind of thing I was bringing up a few weeks ago that and I feel like you maybe didn't feel it would really impact it as much, and you got your reasons why that his off-field issues are going to impact the on-field. Now, we can't say for sure that's the case, but they're putting up three points in a game. That is a direct correlation to the leader of the offense. They're not winning games, they're not playing well. He's losing his shit.
0: Is, this is that a little bit of
1: frustrations be- from both sides of his life, his football and non-football life, are just kind of not going well right now, so he's just
0: losing his mind. Yeah, but they, but I will be the devil's advocate here. They're still first place in the NFC South. They are. So it's not too late for them to take a turn, but you're absolutely right. They're not playing well. They have the worst rushing offense in the league um, in terms of yardage and yards per carry. So if Leonard Fournette doesn't get it going, then Tom Brady doesn't get it going because he very much relies on the um, run... Um, play action pass option. His wide receivers aren't really getting it done at this moment. They've been hurt. Mike Evans dropped a huge ball in that first quarter, um, hit him right in the hands, right in the hands, wide open, touchdown. And I think that, that if he caught that, it might've been, um, it, it might've actually been a better game for them. It was kind of one of those signs where like, this could be a long night for us. And that's exactly what it was.
1: Yeah. That's, and that's a rarity for him. He's usually yeah. the most reliable guy for Brady on the box he's been a reliable guy since he entered the league and that's out of character so yep. i think is that just another thing of it's not working right now there's a lot of problems in the room and it just kind of it's affecting everybody maybe tom's screaming and throwing uh microsoft surface pads
0: at everybody is kind of affecting people you know <laughs> well he's screaming at the sideline like in on catch the this. to his players and catch this yeah uh, to his players and it looked heated but more importantly, if you're talking about Tom Brady's relationship with his players, there was a little bit of a controversy. I don't want to say if it, it was a controversy, but people are talking about it. And when Cameron Brait, their tight end, went down with an injury, the entire team huddled around him until he got put up in the stretcher and on the cart and got carried off. Except Tom Brady was in the vicinity, but he was throwing balls back and forth with a the, with the trainer or another a coach. That's kind of hit some people the wrong way, and I don't know if it's just them piling on Tom for what Tom has been lately, but it, it was they're saying it's a bad look for him not caring about his teammate and just throwing the ball around. What are your thoughts on that? They called it insensitive. Insensitive, that's exactly right.
1: Now, I agree. Sure, it is a bit insensitive, but also at the end of the day, I don't think pro athletes' job is to be sensitive. Sometimes that insensitivity is what makes you a pro and what wins games. I think if Tom needs to step away from that and keep his arm loose, keep his head focused in the game, and that's what he needs to do, regardless of how other people view it. Yes. Maybe afterwards he goes, visits him in the hospital, sends him a bouquet of flowers, whatever they do, sends him a text, whatever their relationship warrants. That's fine. But I understand like, no, yes, it is rude. It is insensitive. But at the end of the day, that's, it's not his job to be the, 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 the cuddle coach, you know, like to make these yeah. guys feel warm and gushy inside. Like, no, he's out there to win a football game. Yeah. He's going to keep his mind focused. If that's what, how he does it. That's how he does
0: it. And I agreed with you last night on this topic as well. It's, I don't think that he was like, listen, he was beside the team. He was there, but what is he going to do? He's not a doctor. He's not a nurse. He's not a trainer. He just has to keep his arm loose because they are still driving the football at that point. There is still a game to be played. It's, it was him taking a knee beside his buddy and just being like, Hey, I hope, I hope you do well. Get, get better soon. Not helping anybody. Keep your arm loose. He probably went over and said, Hey, like, this sucks. Hope you do well. We'll see you tomorrow. But Maybe, what's this guy? Just throw the ball. We'll keep you loose. It's like, not everybody can help everybody. He could have gone over and said, listen, he's not catching shit. anyway. get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't been catching anything. They're missing Gronk a lot on that team. Um, and now, okay, let's talk about another thing that happened with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mike, yep. And this is the Mike Evans thing. So, again, I this is what happened. If, if, if nobody knows and no one's really paying attention and somehow you rely on us to tell you what's going on in the NFL, you have sorely missed a lot of things that we just glaze over. But Mike Evans was walking off the field on Sunday. A referee and another referee – um stopped him what looked to be like asking for his autograph. Um, it turns out that they're actually giving Mike. Mike Evans was giving the guy, he went to university together with that referee. He was giving the ref he didn't and, go to
1: ref university with the ref. The ref's in his like 70s or something. Same Mike university. Jeffrey. Sorry, same
0: <laughs> university, same alma mater. So the, <laughs> same alma mater. The ref just wanted some golfing cues from another guy they knew from that university. So he asked for tips. Mike Evans said, I'll give you the guy's number. At the end of the game, he gave the guy, the ref, the guy's number. Apparently, That's, Yeah. Apparently it's all it's it was close.
1: Apparently it's close. The ref had a pro who was, he was putting in touch with Mike Evans to give him um, lessons. And Mike Evans was writing down his phone number to give to the ref, to give to the pro so that he could contact Mike and set up a golf lesson for him.
0: Yeah. Because so you pointed
1: out off the air. All he wants to do is be a better
0: golfer. Just wants to be a better golfer. Every golfer just wants to be a better golfer. If you know someone that has any advice for that, you give them the advice. Whether they want it or not, golfers just talk about how you can be better golfers all the time. So if he knows someone, he's gonna get the number. Obviously, if I knew someone, if you listeners have any golf tips out there, I would like to be better. Everybody you- who golfs wants to just be better at golfing. The only thing
1: I want to know is, like, is it a little bit of poor foreshadowing to, like, yeah, we're we're headed towards the links. Like, there's no postseason uh-huh. for us. Didn't that, think about that. Did that's, not, that's not think about point. that. that now have, he could be scheduling the lesson for, you know, March, getting it out of the way of the you know football season. But
0: I mean, technically, you can golf year round in Tampa Bay, probably. Yeah. What so is...
1: apparently, the whole thing is that refs can't ask for. Players' uh, autographs, and there's a channel that they can go through to get that. Yeah. It's just a bad look. And you know, the NFL, the NFL is really strict on the rules. It's all about the look of the, the NFL. If a guy celebrates the wrong way, the NFL's on him.
0: Yeah, the NFL is very strict. But I, like I said last night when we talked about this too, I have no problem with the referees getting autographs from these guys. They're on the field with them, they're basically co workers. So they should be able to have the freedom to talk to these guys like like anyone else that's on that field now maybe do it a little more subtle and have like behind the scenes, go through the proper channels. But I mean, it was just one guy with a camera phone at that time that took that video that caused this kind of two day backlash against, um, against Mike Evans and that referee. I guess just mostly against the referee and so not Mike Evans.
1: What I'm starting to worry now is I'm just going to remind you of everything you said last night that got deleted off
0: the recording or didn't get recorded. Yeah, it did not get deleted <laughs> off the recording. Let's be straight about that. It did not get deleted off the recording because no, there was no recording. Re- it yes. didn't get recorded. Um,
1: the thing you were bringing up was that uh, it kind of pressures the guys to, mm-hmm. to give them an autograph, right? Like a ref comes up for an autograph, and the players want to give it to him. Now what? The ref's a little bit spiteful. I mean, I'm spiteful. Yeah, I'm fueled by spite. I think most people are fueled by spite.
0: I do not think that most people are fueled by spite. I think that you are fueled by spite. The I might be week, fueled by spite. I'm gonna. I don't think there's so many more spite businesses. There is not. No, I would say that most people are not fueled by spite. I would say that there is a percentage of us out there, maybe fifteen to twenty percent. I would say that number would even be lower. But because the two of us are very much fueled by spite, it, it doesn't mean that the rest of the world 100% is fueled by spite as well.
1: Okay. But from my outside looking in, all the bad things I do to people, they get back at me just to spite me. That counts. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's their motivation against me. So just because I'm not fueled by it, like they are they are too, right? They're,
0: they're coming at me. How, how long can you have a back and forth of doing something to somebody before it's not even just spiteful, it's just, it's just a hatred? Because if you do something to somebody out of spite, that point they come back at you, it's not really spiteful anymore. It's just them not liking you, it's them hating you.
1: Well, I think you each get one spite move beyond that, it's just hatred. The second move is hate. I hate this
0: guy. But the first spite move... Is
1: the first one's spite, the next one's hate. Right. I think that's okay. that's the, the rule book on it. Okay. But yeah, you know, I, I understand the NFL's rules because now it starts to – the human factor starts getting involved. Like, what more can they ask for, right? Like, can I get this jersey signed? Can I get this? Can I get this? Like, can I bring his kid? Like, can you sign, you know, this for my son? Like, it starts to kind of snowball into, like, where do you draw the line?
0: Yeah, get and that's it? kind of – I feel like that's a, not something that an athlete goes through naturally every day. And, and it's
1: also – You know, the players might feel a little more pressured because it's a ref when they just want to get off the
0: field. And now they're kind of stuck. Right. No, that's true. Yeah. And it's autographs are such a weird thing, too, because it. Do you see parents throwing their kids at these players trying to get the autographs just so that they can go make a buck just so they, they can get money? They're using their children to try to get autographs so that they can make money. You see it all the time.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. do. you care about anybody's autograph? I couldn't care about having anybody's autograph as a personal memento.
0: Yeah, it's a weird it isn't thing. Really, yeah. It's a weird a thing photo, to say. Sure. A photo, sure. Yeah, a photo, yeah. A photo. A memory of you and that person. I would even just take a handshake and be like, hi, it was super cool to meet you. I'll talk to you later. Not, it doesn't even need to be a handshake anymore because of COVID. It could just be a fist bump.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, or just say hi. The only reason I feel that this should have been a complete non
1: issue off the bat, though, is because Tampa Bay got crushed in that game. It, there's no question about any collusion with the refs that the refs were looking out for them. Yeah, the refs didn't look out for anything, like it was clear that they did not get any assistance from the refs,
0: they were destroyed in that game. Yeah, that's also who true. Cares? There's, there's who no who way that cares? anyone could call anything because, no. because they got destroyed. There was no help from the referees in that game. That's absolutely yeah. right. Now, uh, but before we get go ahead,
1: well, I was gonna say, speaking of the other team in that game, Carolina, right? A little bit happened with them, I think. That's yeah. probably-
0: yeah, should we let's talk about that. It's a good segue. Yeah. Better than the segue I was going to give. So let's go for it. Continue your oh, great I don't segue. I want to hear your segue. I want to hear your segue. I don't know. I was going to go on to something about that turf debate we had a long time ago. But I don't want to talk turf about debate. that. Yeah, remember we had a turf debate about uh, whether teams are going to put new turf in. There was like five or six more injuries on artificial turf this past weekend. Um, so even Pete Carroll today was talking about how they really have to think about going to grass. Because Metcalf, in that Seattle game, like four or five guys went down with ankle and knee injuries just because they wouldn't move, uh, prop- their bodies wouldn't move properly on the turf. But that we talked about that already. Just wanted to bring it up. It's being talked about more and more by coaches and players because it's well, continuing to happen. Side note: what, what city are you in right now? I'm in Vancouver. Back, me too. Coincidentally.
1: Oh, um, oh, hey. So
0: for the we World should get Cup, together more often. Do this. We're getting the
1: World Cup soon. Yes, in Vancouver. we are. Apparently, that's one thing they have to do. That yes. old 70s stadium we have here, they have to find a way to put grass in it for the World Cup. Yeah.
0: Well, the they thing is, they, up- just, they just put new turf in, new artificial turf in BC Place. So they have to rip that up and put grass in. Sure.
1: What I'm saying is, if they can figure it out there, I'm sure right. the NFL, with much more resources, can do a better job.
0: 100%.
1: But back to what my segue was with Carolina. Yeah. Right after we uh, aired our recording last, uh, last week, they had a big
0: trade. trade. A b- and- huge trade. Huge yeah. trade. Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers for, I think, a third-round pick, a fourth-round pick, uh, and two other picks for next year. Okay,
1: yeah. Uh, does McCaffrey put the 49ers over any sort of hump? Are they going anywhere that they weren't going to go before, or is it a? I think it makes their
0: offense very, 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 very good. Um, I don't know if it puts them over, because there's still kind of that... I don't even want to say there is a quarterback issue because he has been able to lead that team to the Super Bowl before and to the NFC conference championship last year alone. So Jimmy G and there's not going to be a controversy. It's his team now. We know that. So that takes away all the pressure that he has of a guy breathing down his neck, but I, yeah, the who is the other quarterback? Trey Lance would be would have with that? Nobody's that's what I mean is that there's no, there's no, Other underlying issue going on in San Francisco, it is Jimmy G's team. So all that pressure is off of him because he knows it's his team now. So basically they've just brought in a a true running back because they kind of use Jeff Wilson and Debo Samuel in a lot of those um, running style plays and get the ball in Debo's hands a lot more often. So it is huge for them. Now I have two issues with this. The first issue is I do not understand why they held out... Debo Samuel or Debo Samuel held out all off season and training camp and preseason to get running back money. Now he thought that if he's being used as a running back, he should get the money that running backs get over wide receivers. So then they said, you know what? All right, fine. You're right. Let's give him what he's deserved as part of a running back um role. Now would they have done that? if they knew they were going out to get Christian McCaffrey. You made a very good point about this when we talked off air is that they didn't know they were going to get Christian McCaffrey because the Carolina Panthers thought that they were going to be good. Now that's a true fact. So now that Carolina sucks, they've gone, they've spent all their money on Debo and then they went out and get Christian McCaffrey. Now we also know that the fucking salary cap in the NFL is bullshit and they can just find a way to cheese the numbers at the end for next season. But it is something weird to think about. It's like, I don't know. Give the money to a wide receiver who wants to be a running back, and then just go out and get a running back. It's kind of weird. Now I know you okay. want to say something, so jump in. So you said he—they got a true running back. Yes. And they got a
1: fake running back, or a, what do you call it, a, a wide? A back? He's a wide, a wide back. Yeah, you got a wide back. You got a running back. They have a fullback by chance on this team.
0: They do have. They have one of the. No, they're only just teams stacking that has a every variation of the backfield. Yeah. Every back, they—they they got, they got all the backs. They've got the most backs. In, in the the league, they got three backs on the field. Full. I wide. want
1: them to get Taysom Hill. I want all these dual threat people. Like you know, you got. Evo God, could Samuel. you imagine
0: if San Francisco got Taysom Hill? You'd never know who's running the ball. You'd have no clue. You never ever. know what's going to happen. You'd Nobody have, would know. No I don't think ever. the guys keep
1: track of the play.
0: Yeah. Now here's my other plan. thing. Here's my other thing about trading for somebody in the seventh week of an NFL season is that every team is so schemed and has their own language with their playbooks, both offense and defense. So to have someone come in and know what the play calls are at the line of scrimmage and in the huddle, and then to the line of scrimmage, you have to know all of the different lingo in order to change your blocking assignment, your route. Um, all of this stuff is, is going to change. And that's the stuff that Christian McCaffrey is going to have to learn. So I don't know how hard it is for a running back to learn that. Um, over like a wide receiver or a lineman. But I know it's hard for a quarterback, which is why they don't get traded too often. But I know that he looked good on Sunday when they gave him the ball. He ran well.
1: I think that's one of those things that I forget who it was. I feel like it might have been like Eon Sanders or Tyreek Hill once said, everybody runs the same plays. There's only this many plays that teams run in football. From the time you're in Wee football to the time you get college, high school, whatever, you, the variations of the same thing. If you're a good player, you understand them and you can figure out what your role in the play. is. Right. And it even comes down to something as simple as when you got a new guy on the team who he just hasn't had enough time to study every little detail in the huddle. The quarterback in just two seconds, he just tells him what to do. He can't tell every player what to do. He can tell tell one guy just like, listen, this is this play. Just do this. That's it. It's not that complicated. He's it's still not a football He still has a football IQ. It's not like it's you, me coming in there, never played a uh, down in football, and you got to explain everything to me. He's like, "What do you mean offside neutral zone? What what is that like?"
0: Yeah, you know, no, that's a good point. But it is why we don't see quarterbacks. Quarterbacks is
1: enough, it's going to be a more difficult hard. role because he's got to look out for everybody's role, yeah. right? Like,
0: he, and then they, the those, quarterback's t- not the cog. The yeah, quarterback's that's exactly one right. We're seeing it all. If the quarterback's the same. Cog, your point is very valid and very good is that the quarterback can just say, Hey, this is the play. If it's not this play, then we're going to call it off and we're going to audible to this other play. Um, And this is what you're supposed to do. But if it's a quarterback who's in the huddle and he's, his lingo is different then there's all of a sudden 10 other guys in the field that have to adjust the way that they understand the language of the, of the play instead of one person who has to adjust to the other 11, other 10, other 10. But so, like, but let's talk about a little bit of trades because there's a lot of wide receivers out there that the Packers need. Um, apparently, they're looking at AJ Green, which came out today from the Arizona Cardinals. Does that change them at all to get another old guy like AJ Green?
1: I don't think that. Not, nothing against AJ Green. It's just, you know, time catches up with you. I don't think I he's got something against in- AJ
0: Green. He's not playing very well. Yeah. Well, I just mean, I don't
1: think he's a difference maker that he's going to be the difference between a win and a loss in uh, Green Bay. I agree. It, it's going to be non-impactful. It's just going to be another guy that didn't get any stats
0: up that week. Yeah. Now, what about like DJ Moore cuz we see we know that the Panthers are trying to trade their star players so, and DJ Moore I, has been one of their star players.
1: I think maybe I've watched one Panthers game in my entire maybe two Panthers games in my entire life. One with um, uh, Cam Newton a quarterback in the Super Bowl one with Jake Galome at quarterback in Super Bowl. Other than that, I don't think I've watched any Panthers games.
0: No. What, no one does? What's the issue
1: with DJ Moore? He just can't catch the ball. He's not getting targeted. He just can't get over. I think their
0: he's offense just-, just sucks. Like their quarterback, no quarterback has sucked. Yeah, there's no quarterback. They keep going between they went, they had three NFL quarterbacks, and now they're starting an XF, a former XFL quarterback. So But they really that- only had one quarterback because the,
1: the two were injured anyway. Like they weren't going to use them. Darnold and uh, I
0: forget what the other guy was. Was it PJ Walker off the bat? It was no, it was Sam, Sam Darnold, and then they drafted a kid, um, right, whose name I don't remember now, but he got hurt in preseason. And then Sam Darnold got hurt in preseason. Sam Darnold should be packed soon, apparently. Okay, and Baker's I also
1: just
0: don't know that for sure. Either.
1: No, Baker's injured too
0: now. Oh, yeah, Baker's injured now as well. Yeah, so, so they all they also
1: PJ Walker's team,
0: yeah, and so PJ Walker. But two XFL, former XFL quarterbacks beat two of the best of quarterbacks, the, run, the MVP and the runner-up runner MVP from last year. Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Uh, Eight Super Bowls between them. Pretty... <laughs> I love that you said that because it's also kind of a fucking dig at Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, I mean, these facts, like, am I wrong? No, that's what I mean,
0: is there is is eight Super Bowls between him. There's also seven Super Bowls between Tom Brady and any other player in the NFL. There's at least seven Super Bowls. So, yeah, it's a great stat to throw up. There's between me and Tom Brady, there's seven Super Bowls. And between Jimmy Garoppolo and Brady, there's nine. Better than Rodgers. Better than Rodgers. Um It's just crazy that there's two XFL quarterbacks that came in and beat these teams that are supposed to be contending for the Super Bowl this year. It's good for them. I I don't think
1: Green Bay was contending for a Super Bowl. They got a bad division, which actually there's one team that's miles ahead of them right now. We saw that they just lost players. We saw that they didn't gain anything to just kind of
0: boost that team,
1: right? Yeah, it weren't they weren't good lost, enough
0: last but year. They, but we talked about this. Like, I don't think there's ever been a wide receiver in Green Bay. that's the, A lack of wide receivers in Green Bay has never stopped Green Bay from being successful. They just ended up getting a Devontae Adams where he is just a legit number one guy on any team in the league, a top five guy. So I thought that they'd be better than this just because they have Aaron Rodgers and a system that's always worked in Green Bay um, and just a winning environment. Uh, That's not the case. I mean, it's still pretty early for them now, but, but uh, I actually, while we're talking about green Bay um, something we didn't talk about last night is if, I don't know if you watched the final uh, drive in the Packers giants game and, or sorry, Packers uh, commanders game. It's they had like Aaron Rodgers is very good at one, like very, 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 very good at one thing. And that's throwing hail Marys. And they didn't give him the chance to do it in the final seconds of the the giants uh washington commanders game they didn't they did not give him the chance they tried to do the thing where they just pitch the ball around and the next guy throws throws the ball back to someone else and that never works but i don't, I, I was so confused to me I was like ah oh, crap we're going to have to see aaron rodgers i've seen way too many of these where aaron rodgers just throws the yeah. ball 50 yards he had a 61 yarder against the lions in 2015 this one was 54 it should be nothing for him i don't know why Green they didn't Nelson. let him do it
1: i remember what do you know
0: have we talked about it yeah I fucking hate yes, that play did hate that play, but maybe because he knows he's got no one to ca- jump up and catch the ball. He's got one tight end that he uses, and I'm going to use that as a segue to a conversation we had last night about um, National Tight Ends Day and whether or not that's a thing or if it should be a thing. They don't really get the clout that a running back or a wide receiver gets, so I think this might be kind of why the NFL did it. It's bad for tight ends. They did not have a good week. Um, they've averaged 10.7 touchdowns per week. And this week they only had six fewest tight end touchdowns in a week since week 10 of the 2020 season. Three of those were on Thursday night. And one of them was by Taysom Hill, who we went into detail about this many times. Isn't even really a tight end. He's just a football player. He's a quarterback. He's a football player. Um, and then we did have the great, uh, matchup between Travis Kels and, Great. Kill.
1: Excuse me. <laughs> first Kelsey. first, first, let me say one thing. The guys, it's their holiday, right? So it's national tight end day. Yeah, it's like a, it's what like a, do you do on holiday? Do you I, work harder.
0: No, I take the day off on holiday. Take the
1: day off. So you give them the day off. The NFL gives them a day off. That's the day. off. And you're expecting them to work harder. So
0: <laughs> National Tight Ends Day is not to celebrate tight end. Oh, it is to celebrate tight ends, but therefore tight ends get the day off.
1: They have the choice. It's their day. They don't have to work harder if they don't want to. So some of them took the day off. Big deal. All don't of them took give, the day off. Don't give them a holiday and get mad at them for exercising the holiday. You know? What's, <laughs> That's a great way to look at there?
0: it. That's a great way to look at it. Um, yeah, I mean, what <laughs> What else did you say?
1: For National Titans Day, Travis yeah. Kelsey. Travis Kels. Everybody's always been saying his name wrong. Travis Kels. And I taught you that one last night. I'm not <laughs> going to stop and hesitate that you were bullshitting when you thought, no, it was Kelsey. We gone into a whole argument. I even brought up the TV show Moonbase 8 where they killed Travis Kels, But the whole time he's referring to himself as Travis Kels, Travis Kels, Travis Kels. And <laughs> he footage that he says it, And you ruined the joke for the second time around. I thought we'd do a better job on the joke the second time around. Why would I, I make, make
0: myself look like more of an idiot? Why would I make myself look more like an idiot in a conversation where right after we thought we had recorded and I was saying Travis Kelsey and you were saying Travis Kels and I was going, there's no way that that's accurate. And then you found the, the video footage very quickly and sent it to me. Why would I want to talk about that again and make myself look stupid in front of all, in front of our viewers? I just, the things you
1: said to me were very demeaning. <laughs> <laughs> I brought up a TV show, and you started laughing in my face.
0: <laughs> you brought up Moonbase Eight. No one's ever watched Moonbase Eight. show. he was in the show. I know he was in the show. He was funny in the show. It was actually a pretty good show. But I don't know if pe- that many people have seen it or remember that Travis Kels was in it because they still call Travis Kelsey on every. Yeah, but I have i I've just
1: just—I've known for a few years now because I've seen a few interviews with him actually saying his name properly. Yeah. And being someone who nobody's ever said my name right my entire life, I stopped correcting people at six years old. That's yeah, true. I'm just wondering, for National Tight End Day, maybe you know, some people need to make some amends and
0: get okay. his name right. I don't think you're wrong there. I don't think you're wrong there, especially when there's people out there like you that are very passionate about it. Now... Let's go. I want to name some teams. I'm passionate about getting credit for the jokes I had uh, set up for last <laughs> time. And then you ruined
1: them. That's what I'm passionate about. You've been Spite excited to is talk my about passion. Spite. All
0: day. How long have you been waiting to talk about that same joke? Because you probably had other jokes that ran on top of it that would have just buried me.
1: I told you as soon as we figured out last night that we didn't record. I said, we got to do that bit again. We got to do that bit again. I know.
0: And, and no response. <sighs> I knew where you were going with it. You're like, no, no. Of course, I called you before we even got on the line tonight, and I was like, hey, I'm yeah, no, I'm not gonna let you bury me like that. I won't do it. I'm gonna change it up. Um, okay, I'm gonna name some teams here. You tell me if you believe they are real or not, and how real you think they are. So we're just
1: preface this with what the uh, the concept is here. That like, what? How many good teams do you think there are in the NFL? This is. The I concept. personally think there's only three good teams. To me, it seems like. It's a bit of a down year for teams, not players, just teams. A lot of teams just suck. They do. I think the only teams that are really good are Buffalo, Kansas City, and Philadelphia. and i put them in that order right now, honestly.
0: So those are the tier three. Those are the tier one teams. They're above everybody else. Those three teams. And then who would you have tier two? Like Cowboys, the Giants. Kirk
1: Cousins, Cowboys. No, I don't put the Cowboys up there. I think the Cowboys aren't just, I think they're overachieving so far. The Giants and Jets look a little bit better than them.
0: Yeah, I mean, now, the, the Giants are six and one. The Cowboys are five and two. But the Cowboys have been doing it with the backup quarterback.
1: Un, he was undefeated. He's got one lost career. Yeah, well. And his his Cinderella, Cinderella story is
0: over, One, yeah, his Cinderella story is over now. It Dak came back against the Lions and blew him out, so he'll be back in again this upcoming week. The Giants, do you think they're real or what's going on there? Do you think they're an elite team? So that's the problem. I don't think they played any good teams all of their games came down to um like the wire like the final result was within a single possession at the very end of the game that's not a very sustainable situation for like a team in a long regular season with a potential playoff run in like something exactly. so well, i don't know if hard and i think the Bengals are on their way up too i'll say that real quick
1: the Bengals are definitely on the way up. i think this week was a big turning point for them yeah. Burrow seems yeah. to be getting it together. You, you know, he's, he's got good receivers. Yeah. Their defense, I think, or their defensive line is a little bit, sorry, their offensive line is a little bit
0: flaky at times. No, he gets. Yeah. That's he gets true. Your offensive off. line does have bad, bad games. They do. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's, let's go on to this week coming up. Whoa. whoa, whoa what Art's, about, what about Kirk Cousins? I don't want to you, talk about you Kirk think Cousins. they're legit? No, I don't. I think yeah. they have Kirk Cousins at their quarterback. So no, they're not legit. How can, you, how can you tell me that if you were a fan of the Minnesota Vikings and you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback going into a playoff game where you know that any primetime game, he stinks, and you're going to take him into the playoffs with you? Who's the best team out of these four?
1: Kirk Cousins, Cowboys, Giants, Jets. What's the best team? The Giants. The Giants are the best out of all four? Yes. Why?
0: They're six and one. They just they played one more game, no? Well, the Vikings will hopefully lose that game and go to five and two, and then I'll be right. Who do the Vikings have this week? The Vikings this week have the Arizona Cardinals in Minnesota. So DeAndre Hopkins runs all over him, right? Robbie Anderson going for that deep ball. I don't, I don't think Robbie Anderson gets any touchdowns. I hate Robbie Anderson. Well, you got to bring yeah. up Kirk Cousins and then follow it up with a Robbie Anderson thing. Why do you do that? Because I know the players you hate. Yeah, can't stand those guys. So uh, in Arizona, are they turning it around? Because they're not. I think that the they, football. I think that they can turn it around. I think that they can turn it around with DeAndre Hopkins back. Absolutely. Well, I just don't was, believe their head coach is very good, but with DeAndre Hopkins, just throwing the ball. There
1: was a little thing that him and the uh, the quarterback uh, Murray they got into a little yelling match on the sidelines the other day.
0: Hopkins and Murray. Uh, oh. Yeah. K- Kinsbury, No. Oh, Kingsbury. Yeah. I saw Kingsbury. that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think Kingsbury might be on his way out. Also, we should talk about this real quick. Um, they are apparently saying today in rumor mill in the NFL that Nathaniel Hackett, the Broncos head coach, if he does not win this game on Sunday, he will be fired as the head coach of the Denver Broncos.
1: And that I game get is it. In if-
0: England or Germany or something. It's in Europe. Problem with the
1: Broncos, and I, you know, I had a little more to say about the Cardinals, it's boring football. So, that was the whole thing of like the conspiracy between Jeff Bezos and Amazon and these Thursday night games is that Bezos is telling the NFL, I need an exciting game. And that's why that Cardinals game was a little bit more high scoring because he called the NFL and said, Listen, I can't have another Broncos snooze fest, I Any need something touchdowns. to happen.
0: Yeah, I need, need something to touchdowns. happen. I don't
1: care what happens, just something has to happen. To be entertaining.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't and, think that that happened at all, but it's a conspiracy no. theory nonetheless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they did need a better game on Thursday night, though, and they did get a high scoring one. Yeah. I so, think that the Broncos the Bron- go to Europe and I think they lose that game. And I think it's a very long flight home for Nathaniel Hackett. And I, but he has what's a 10 what, hour flight to look for a new job.
1: Well, is he on the same plane back? not if he not if he's fired he can take his That's own time. Mean.
0: Yeah. It's it's
1: one thing if you're playing good football and it's not working. He's not playing good football. They gave a player way too much money. It's not working out. The fans are just up in arms against the pissed. team
0: right now. They are pissed.
1: And it, it's just boring to watch. You start having people change the channel.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's they're extremely good. boring. They're not supposed to be boring. I think Russell Wilson is a a big part of that problem. Um Tomorrow night's game, which is tonight's game, if you were listening the day that this comes out, um, Baltimore Ravens, Tampa Bay, Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Does Tampa Bay come back from that, that shitty game they played and beat Baltimore, or does Baltimore hold on in the fourth quarter like they, they did last weekend?
1: Did Baltimore win this past weekend? Yes. They did. Would they be?
0: Um, off the top of my head, I do not remember, but I just know that they won.
1: Okay. Uh, I think this has to be like a – it has to be a turnaround game for the Bucks. They beat the Browns. Just psychologically. They, yeah, even uh, if they don't win, even if they don't win, to have a solid game where things are going right, they're making the right plays. I mean, last week they didn't – essentially they didn't score. I mean, they got their kicker got them a field goal. But that
0: doesn't yeah. count for, for anything. No, not three points is not gotten it. Especially losing to a team that has nobody a team that was on the down, like one of the worst teams in the league that just got yes. rid of arguably their best player.
1: So it should have
0: been an easy win because they also had no quarterback. The Panthers have no quarterback to play in that game.
1: Yeah. So I think this can really hurt the psyche of the team if they can't come back and do, have a good game. Yeah. Now, oh,
0: sure. a, another comeback game for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Do you think that it, this is games in Buffalo – do you think that they have any chance to come back and play well in this game to save kind of their the morale on their season? I don't season? like the Packers. So I kind I of want it. to see them just get crushed.
1: Like yeah. just maybe even set the fan- franchise back 5 years. That'd just be awesome.
0: destroy. Been waiting for that franchise to be set back 5 years for 35 years. It seems yeah. like there's always good, to they a play. I don't want to talk about that. Um we'll go what, are we, what else do we got? Okay, the Saints-Raiders. Raiders, Raiders kind of look good right now based on their last game. They put up a lot of points.
1: Yeah, let's talk it's about that works. division for a second. Let's talk about the division because that was a division that we were both pretty high on. Yes. As of right now, I mean, the Chargers couldn't beat the Seahawks, which are apparently a bad team, yet they're top of their division and yeah, playing good, good football. They're a good team. They're good. They're not a bad team. Like at, at this point, who do you take, Russell Wilson or Geno Smith?
0: Gino Without Smith. A doubt, it has to be gino, gino Smith 100. percent. Now, cost, not even a question, you don't even need to think he about it. Costs you nothing, and he yeah. gets you everything. Yeah, I agree with that. Broncos are the last place I'm, in their division right now, Seahawks are in first place yeah. in theirs.
1: Yeah, and it's shocking though. Like, Broncos should be better.
0: 100, they should be better. Russell Wilson stinks. Yeah,
1: it's 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 did Gino do the right thing of just sitting
0: there learning? No, I think he just, years? I think just keep his mouth shut and play football because Russell Wilson was stopping, was stopping that now. He was not doing that. So it's, it's just one of those things where he, someone, they just wanted someone to come in and execute the plays. Whereas Russell was coming in and wanting more than that. So well, sorry,
1: my, my point is if Gino Smith was playing for the past few seasons, would he be where he is right now No, or was kind of sitting back? learning, watching Russell Wilson make some mistakes, seeing what he did well, seeing what he did poorly. You know, a lot of good players, uh, a lot of good quarterbacks, spend a little bit of time first sitting on the bench, watching another uh, good player, good cor- cor- good quarterback to learn from, right?
0: Yeah. I, I don't think that this is the case. I think Geno Smith is like a one-year wonder. Yeah. A Trent Delfer type of guy. We got less than a minute He's- here. Um the only other game we'll see the the rams 49ers will be a good game that's at one twenty five p.m. pacific 4:25 p.m. eastern the 49ers are favored to win by 1.5 the rams need to come back or else they're dead after this agreed
1: yeah i don't think the rams are going anywhere near where they
0: were last year no that's neither that is the the super bowl parade hangover they sure. neither do. and i hope the jets play the patriots That's a huge game in new york The fans are going to be pumped up. I hope the Jets come out and- Did
1: you see the thing about Belichick? People are kind of criticizing his move with two quarterbacks. So there's some criticism, and I don't know if it's anything. Maybe it's just nonsense. People just being overcritical like they always are. That he benched Mac Jones in favor of Zappa, whatever his name is. Zippy.
0: Zippy? I don't know um, what his name is.
1: Zappa. Zappy, Zappy, Zippy Zappy, Um And people are criticizing him that he's kind of burning his bridge with, with his quarterback. Like he's benching your, you're benching your guy. My question to you is: Bill Belichick's never been known for having the best kind of, you know, player relations. He's very cutthroat, right? I'm sure players yeah. like him, but. If he makes a choice that's kind of goes against you, like there's no there's no kindness
0: ever shown, right? Right. And it's just the point. It's just straight to the point. It's you get what point. you see.
1: Yeah. And can that ruin a young quarterback? Which I think no,
0: I don't think it can. I think because of his status, because of who he is, this is not a, hey, you suck. We're benching you forever thing. It's like, hey, we're going to have you sit back, just take a breather. You're our guy, but we're going to let Zappy come in. And if I can get hit a bunch of times while we figure out the rest of our flaws, and then you can come back in. And he is going to start this weekend for the new England Patriots against the jets. Um, So Mac Jones will be back. I think it was just with bill Belichick benching his quarterback. I think it's actually one of those, like we, maybe we put you in a little too early and you had success last season. And maybe that went to your head a little bit. So this is kind of like a timeout that you'd give like a toddler. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah. Now, is also possible Belichick's getting old and he's losing his touch?
0: Yeah. 100%. Like, he, I don't know, though. I can't it's tough to say that because like you can't... You, I, I know, don't know. The he, fact, there's nothing else that shows that that's the, the thing. There's nothing else that shows that that's Step happening.
1: Except for they're not winning anything. They're not Since they lost Tom Brady, they've gone nowhere.
0: Well, they went to playoffs last year. An, they did, right? Yeah. They went to the playoffs. That's huge because everyone thought they'd be terrible, right? So it's not like, that's what I mean, is like there's so far, it's just this season where you can say, hey, Bill Belichick lost it. But anytime anyone ever says Bill Belichick lost or he never had it, he comes back and disproves that theory. So that's why this is kind of a huge game this weekend for them. If they can beat the Jets, they kind of make it more about how the Jets aren't real over how the Patriots aren't real. If that makes sense. They change their narrative In this one game alone. Yeah. There's currently seeing last in that division. Uh, The Patriots? Yeah. Mm, Well, yeah, it's actually a really good division. Let me just bring it up real quick here. The Patriots, yes, they are. They're three and four. That's also a good division. The Bills, five and one. Jets, five and two. Dolphins, four and three. Patriots, three and four. The Dolphins, now with two a back, do the Dolphins kind of get to where they started the season? Looking like, yeah, this division will be this division could have all teams above 500, which is rare.
1: Yeah, I'm betting the Patriots don't. I'm, I think they this is not down season for them.
0: See, I don't want to say that yet. Give me two more weeks and I'll tell you. Okay. Um, now there's another, there is another great game, uh, which we'll talk about real quick here Seahawks Giants. So, two teams that we thought would fucking stink are very good. First place in their respective divisions and it's in Seattle. It's actually something we probably should have drove down for. Yeah. We didn't think of that, did we? We didn't think of that until just right now. Is it too late? I got to work on Sunday now. Working Sunday. I know. You never work Sunday. I know. I know. But who do we, who do you got in this game? Do you think that this is, this game is also one of those, it, you're going to have to show your cards whether you're good or not. I, I mean, I'm always
1: going to be wrong, but I'm going with New York. I still think that they lost Metcalf, right?
0: Yeah, that's huge.
1: It is huge, but they actually didn't play poorly without him. It kind of freed up some other guys to step up. and
0: yeah, Still won the game. You know. Kenneth Walker looks good.
1: Now, I've always thought that Tyler Lockett is one of the most subtle, reliable receivers. Like, sure. He's quietly out there. Always sure. being reliable, making big catches.
0: Yep, he is very quiet. Like he does not get enough, especially this season. He is under the radar, for sure. Just getting it done, not getting. Might the statistics might not be the same as what they used to be, but he's getting the job done, and they're winning games. And that's more important than personal statistics. If you, if you look you at his anybody career, his like career.
1: the catches he's made, he's made huge catches at very opportune times, yeah. and they've been tough catches. Like he's been a just a very solid player. So I, I think. Yeah, I think they can still win it, but I I think New York's going to win this one. I think they're somehow on this roll. And I think, like we talked about, Geno Magic, I can't say this week, but I think it runs out eventually.
0: Yeah, it'll be, I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Daniel Jones isn't good anyway. Well, I don't know if there's no magic for him to run out. His team is six and one. So if you're on the, if you like Kirk Cousins, I don't like Kirk Cousins. I like
1: bothering you about Kirk Cousins. But that's the Kirk Cousins thing. He's got all these good players around him.
0: He has this. That's thank you. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen are the weapons that Kirk Cousins has. Saquon Barkley is the only weapon that Daniel Jones has. And he's six and one. Doesn't that make him good? I guess it does. But who's catching it? Ball? I don't know. I don't look at this. I haven't looked at the stats. I don't think anyone's catching balls. I don't even think they're throwing the ball. Because I have no idea wow, who's Sequan's catching balls. They to throw the ball in New York. They want to throw it. He was quarterback for a bit, but I don't know who's catching the balls in New York. That's why I mean, like, he's just getting the job done.
1: Here's another uh, little rumor that went around: um, Kenny Galladay for the Green Bay uh, Packers.
0: What about him? Oh wait, Kenny Galladay to the Green Bay Packers. Sorry, I did. I thought it was like oh, Kenny Galladay. I don't want to talk about him. Him to the Green Bay Packers, I think he needs to change his uh, scenery. I think he knows that division. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. We, No one can figure that He's out. He's on the bench, isn't he? Yeah, but what, why? What happened? What happened to him? He was great in Detroit, He's- and then he just sucked ever since Patricia came in, and then he, got, he left. They let him leave, and he left. Well, did he leave for money? He left for a bigger contract, didn't he? No, the, the Lions could have paid him. He just didn't want to go back. He also didn't want to sign his, like, they they offered him a big contract. He got more money in New York, probably, or at least the same, but he wanted to leave.
1: But it also could be one of the just the classic things. Of he got his money and the motivation just died. Yeah,
0: it could. That's what I mean. So, why would he step would behind Green on
1: Bay... every route run just because he doesn't have that motivation to try and get ahead? What is he? So why would
0: Green Bay want him? Because they need anybody. They do need any literally anybody.
1: If you're going after AJ Green, you might as well be looking at Kenny Holiday.
0: That's true. I think they should get DJ more. I think that's their best fit. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you everybody for listening to our week eight preview. I guess we call them previews. We kind of just actually just review more and then just bullshit about the previews um so yeah but, i didn't hey, like i like last night's more than this one so i don't not, care what you called it this sorry, is attempt number two Sorry, listeners we will be better we'll actually record the first version of this next week uh tune in every thursday thank you enjoy this week's games it seemed too forced you know it seemed too forced for me That's- oh i one hundred 100 agree we had to talk about this stuff twice we had to talk about stuff we don't know twice and i don't think either of us went to get any more information about anything we talked about. Yeah, previously. I
1: did about Travis Kelsey's last name. Kels.
0: <laughs> you did that last night. You did nothing today. Neither of us did anything today to make us seem more credible for the conversation we've already had.
1: I was right. I was credible. I was correct.
0: You needed to become more credible. Good night, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by The Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.